Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch regular show. Yeah. Why and, are you so slow about it? And and we also do cool stuff like uh, give you a breakdown of the episode that we watch, as well as talk about random stuff along the way, and try to be this is funny so and comedic. Random. This is so random. This has never happened. Three seasons in, and you're changing it up. My I know name. I fuck up. My like, name is Jason. And who are we with today? Who's my co-host? Your other co-host is Josh. What the hell was that? I don't know, I, I'm trying to switch up the intro, but that wasn't a really good execution, obviously. I mean, that's fine. If you want to change it up, I'm, I'm all for it. But damn, that was... That sounded like me trying to talk to a new person. Like, if I'm coming up to someone... You ever do that, actually? I suck at small talk. I really suck at it. Yeah, like, you want to talk to someone, but you're, like, too afraid to ask. You're just like, Ugh. Yes, but what are you doing on this fabulous June twenty second or f- May twenty second? June twenty second. See, oh wait, you know what? Uh, okay. I'll answer your question and then I'll. Okay, so uh, got home from got home from work. My parents finally came back home after a weekend in in Minnesota. So, oh, nice. Yeah, uh, they got me a small Lego Star Wars set. Mm, which I'm lucky. looking forward to building la- later. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? I don't know. That that's pretty much it. Nice. And I'm sitting here talking to you. What about you? Um. Well, CJ left the city about an hour ago, and nice. Um, we went to the beach earlier today because it was a nice out. Mm-hmm. We went to um to the people familiar with the Chicago area, we went to Ohio Street Beach, which is right next to Navy Pier, and we played some beach badminton. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Wait, wait, the beach, that, is it the, it's the same beach that we went to, like, last year, right? Uh, yes, that is the same beach. There's not any other ones across the bay, right? Or across um, the lake? There is one other one that I have been to. It's called North Avenue Beach. It's only like a mm-hmm. like a ten fifteen minute walk from the beach that that I the, the Ohio Street Beach. Yeah. So. I mean, is it nicer? Like compare um, it. I. They're both really nice. I feel like a lot of people go to uh, North Avenue, but also a lot of people go to Ohio. I feel like because uh, I've been to both. But I usually mm-hmm. only ever go to Ohio Street Beach because it's right next to Navy Pier. Yeah, and, and and I'm assuming it's like closer anyway. So yeah, and there's like a restaurant next to it. <laughs> Funny because uh, last summer me and CJ went to that beach and we played some spike ball and it was like really fun. And mm-hmm. it was super hot that day, so we went to the the restaurant that's right next to it. It's like mm-hmm. right on the sand and Ooh. oh yeah wait wait i think i know what you're talking about yeah actually wait no no i think i took you there that's where we had drinks one time yeah i had a blue moon and it kind of sucked oh you didn't like the blue moon yeah it was it, it's not my favorite beer mm. um oh, well, have that, it. that was also the same day i had ipa for the first time um uh, yeah. but when i took cj there uh they had like those little uh seating areas that it it was like there were like outdoor patio couches that had like real cushions on it. And it was kind yeah. of under this like bungalow thing. It was super cool. And we were sitting under there for like, like 
15, 20 minutes and we both finished our drinks. And then a worker came up being like, oh, did you guys have reservations? And there was a whole nother group stand, uh, standing behind oh. the worker. <laughs> oh, my we, God. We thought that it was just like public seating. But apparently we were in the VIP section and you needed a reservation to be there. I mean, if there was no sign to say so. There was like, no sign. Wasn't there. there there was no sign. There was no uh, people sitting there. And, I mean, we, we finished our drinks by the time they kicked us out, so it was fine. It worked yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, but no, back to what I was saying, like, when you said June 22nd, I, I've been doing the same thing lately where I think it's June. Okay. Because, um, you know how we were, or how I've been trying to plan the, uh, the trip, uh, the weekend to go over to you again? Yeah. I thought uh, it was a lot closer until I looked at my calendar, I'm like, oh shit, it's May. It's yeah, still May. Sure. Actually, I'm, uh, taking off work like a, a month and a half in advance. Wow, it is May 22nd. I feel like the month of May just flew by super fast. Kind of did. You know what's um, what's kind of making life feel very fast is because um, so I get paid every two weeks and I'm always counting mm-hmm. down to like you know those those paydays. Yeah. And if I'm counting down in the like basis of every two weeks, those the the whole two week period will go by very fast, you know. Oh, oh yeah, no, I feel the exact same way because uh, when I buy th- stuff and then I look at my uh, my tra- all my transactions because I <laughs> I try to keep up uh, with uh, my fa- financial stuff, so I log almost every single thing I purchase just to see how much I uh, spent in a week yeah same it it's pretty like it's pretty consistent honestly but but no yeah i know i know what you mean just waiting for that payday or payday to come about yeah because i've i've gotten pretty good with uh logging all my expenses there's this app it's called uh mint mobile or something like that oh my god you're using the fuck is it isn't it like a ryan reynolds uh no wait (laughs) isn't it uh isn't it a phone company too Oh wait, no, maybe not Mint Mobile, or maybe just just Mint. I don't know. Oh wait, that's a provider, right? I don't fucking know. Anyway, it's, it's somewhere. It's so something. basically, it's an app where like you link your card to it, and then every t- single time you spend something, it'll like it'll keep track of it. And so by the end of like the week, you'll say like, yeah, check, take a look at your weekly spendings. And um, it's it's really helpful in uh, managing your finances because um, I I have. St- sort of toned down in eating out and i've started to cook for myself more which is good um because eating out is very expensive especially if you're in the city um and i also need to pay attention to money because i just dropped a shit ton of money on a pc mm-hmm. and then splurged on a bunch of video games after that but yeah but that's fine um oh wait no isn't this the first podcast with you on the new pc or my um no this is the second podcast this is the second okay yeah you're right yes and uh two more things before we get into the 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 next big thing that we wanted to discuss so um was were your parents gone for mother's day no Mm, okay because um so my mom she lives out of state uh she yeah she moved away, uh, I think, this this past fall season. Uh, mm-hmm. So this year for Mother's Day, me and my sister spent it with our aunt, who mm-hmm. lives around, oh. like, 20 minutes away. Oh. And um, 
my aunt and like my uncle and like uh, my cousins they they belong to a country club because they live in a pretty like like nice Ooh. neighborhood uh-huh. and so for mother's day we went there and we had brunch at the uh-huh. country club buffet and yo it was it was prestigious as fuck is this what money gets you like literally i was there and i felt like like i didn't know how to act like because everyone around me was like uh like i wouldn't say they were like fancy because they they it was basically just a bunch of like families with their kids and everything but still like i wasn't exactly intimidated but i was like yo this is like a country club it's all fancy and stuff yeah you can smell the wealth in the air literally i had um i had like seafood i i i, I had like shrimp with like cocktail sauce i had crabs and and things i had smoked salmon and omelets and a bunch of stuff and i also had a bloody mary when i was there mm. have you had a bloody mary no i have not um so it's pretty good um actually fun fact the mississippi queen is basically mm. a, a variation on a bloody mary what what's inside of a bloody mary uh well let me pull up the picture that i took of so-called bloody mary when i went um hold on pulling up my snapchat story so basically in my bloody mary it was um it was tomato sauce or like a like sort of tomato juice rather oh okay and it had like kind of like a spicy taste to it Mm -hmm. and there was like four different garnishes inside of it there was um a bacon strip a a celery stick, a frozen, I think that's, I think that's an olive or a grape, one of the, probably an olive, because it's more savory, mm-hmm. and then oh, a, sh- a shrimp. A shrimp, that is, okay, bacon and celery kind of, to me, doesn't sound right, olive sounds right, and what'd you say the last one was again? A shrimp. Um, shrimp. It was a shrimp. Yeah, no, th- yeah, those last two sounded correct in, in a cocktail, mm-hmm. but the first two, I don't, not so much well because well considering that they're all mixed in with tomato juice it's not exactly it's not exactly a sweet drink but it's more of like a savory type thing which Mm -hmm. i I will say that it it felt a little weird drinking something that was that was savory but it was um because you know whenever i drink something alcoholic i'm expecting it to be like sweet i I mean i i think for at least uh, what I'm getting at is, I think at least you and me, I'm pretty sure everyone else in our friend group kind of leans towards more of a fruitier, sweeter tasting drinks rather than, say, I'm going to use Jacob as an example because he's he's a big boy. He likes his hard liquor. True, yeah. he He's a, yeah. he's a whiskey guy. It, that is the most American thing it's funny to be- ever come about. Um, it's funny because, well, first of all, I, I forgot two ingredients. There was also a lime, and then it was vodka in the Mississippi Queen. Or, I mean, Bloody that, Mary. That also makes sense. Yeah. Um, but about the, um, the American thing, I feel like mm. every single country has their specific um, alcoholic drink, like, as their sort yeah. of trademark. Like, for example, uh, France would be wine. Germany would be beer. Ireland and the UK would be uh probably like like a Guinness or something like that. Yeah. Um for America, I I have two drinks in mind. 
uh, what would you say it is for America? Well, the obvious one would be whiskey. What what kind of whiskey though? Like, because that was also one of my guesses. I'm I'm really bad at this at like uh, sending saying specific ones because I don't know whiskey or rum like that. Mm -hmm. So that's. But are you asking for a brand or are you just asking like type? Or it was a type. So my guess for America is. First, it would be beer because we love our Bud Lights or Miller Lights and other shitty watery beers like that. Yeah, that's um, cool. And then if, but if there was a whiskey, it would probably be Moonshine for America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was invented in the cowboy days. Like, why, why do you think Arthur Morgan drinks it in Red Dead 2? Still haven't played the game. You need to. I, I'll get there. I'll get there eventually. Maybe in like 2026. 2020 no 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 2023 i did eh, eh. if it's free if it's free on game pass i'll ask one of my actually wait that reminds me i need to ask my connection to see if uh she has she still has game pass for free so i can sneak that Mm, yeah then hopefully it's on there oh well Um, um so uh i wanted to move on to that uh other big thing if you didn't have anything else so if you guys don't know, well, I mean, you should know because me and Jason say it in almost every single pod- podcast, uh, we have a group channel called The Schwam Squad, which, if you haven't already subscribed to it, uh, we have been posting pretty steadily, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but a recent one, which we technically, I would say, filmed. Would you say it's filmed? No. Um we recorded it's recorded yeah yes we recorded a podcast friday and i think ethan's going at it at the moment ethan is currently editing it yeah yeah so it should be coming out within like the next week or two Mm -hmm. i'm assuming because one person i'm not gonna say who um hasn't submitted their (laughs) their their side yet i'm saying submitted like it's an assignment but yeah Um, and why well, go uh, i was gonna say because if you like the excellent podcast and you like listening to me and josh you will 110 percent enjoy the schwam cast uh both me and josh are there we talk about some pretty entertaining stuff and also we have um three of our other friends uh jacob couldn't make it because he's currently in france right now or wh- where where is he he should still be in france but i think in the next few days or something he's going to italy okay because i know those are the two countries he's going to so you've heard jacob on the show before a couple times but the other person that you've heard that was there was jake he's the guy that we reviewed uh what was it multiverse of madness as well as love and thunder with and um you guys seem to love whenever he hops onto the show so yeah jake is in the Schwamcast episode uh we could link it down below assuming that it's out already. So if you want to listen to the Schwamcast episode three, it is down in the description. I'll, I'll even give him one of the uh, questions I had. I mean, we went through four. No. Yeah. We went through four questions that night. Yeah. So how about, how about this? We, we're going to give you guys a little uh, preview to what you, uh, to what we talked about on the Schwamcast because um, we, we had like a list of, 
questions that we answered there, like different topics, and we couldn't get to all of them. So Josh, why don't you ask one of the questions that we weren't able to get to, and it'll give you guys a little taste of what you could expect on the Schwamcast. Oh God, <laughs> I had, I had Jason trying to kiss Ralph at his grad party. Do you want to do that? <laughs> oh one? God, what was the other one? Uh, there's a whole list. Uh, why doesn't video <laughs> games hit the same as they did when we were kids? Uh, was it what are red flags in men slash women? Not definitive answers. Uh, society is just cancel culture and taking things too far when a celebrity makes a mistake without realizing it. I was referencing like the Jonathan Majors thing when it first started. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, when you pee, how far away from the toilet bowl can you get in order for you to, st- <laughs> to stream it? Yeah, to very. Stream it to still hit the water. That's such an insightful podcast topic. That's a whole <laughs> episode in itself, obviously. <laughs> well, I feel like uh, the most entertaining one that could get the most comedic value is the first one. So, Jason, you want to try explaining you trying to? I I don't think I was there actually. Really? Okay. Well, you were. You oh, were I know. Gone. I was there. I was gone. I was present, but I was gone. So, back at my graduation party last August, it's actually going to be almost a year. Gosh, that party was, was so fun. That was August? Yeah, it was. I didn't. I thought it was back in July. Mm-hmm. Um, no. So, apparently, from what uh, the Schwam squad told me like in like the days after... When late into the party, after I was like pretty much gone for the night, um, Ralphie, he, I, I guess he like, uh, he had work or something and he like arrived later on in the party. And yeah. when I saw him for the first time, I kept trying to kiss him. I was like, Ralphie, you're here. Thanks for making. And then, and then I kept like trying to go up to him. And then he was just like, okay. <laughs> and then every single time I saw him, like I ran into him at the party any other time that night. I was like, oh, there you are. It's you. I was looking for you. And then, I don't know. So I. Oh, shit. I, um, that reminds me of. One time when I was at, uh, I think it was either a New Year's party or one of my cousin's weddings, where mm. so I, I have this uh, I have this cousin Tiffany, and um, I think her and her husband got married when in 2017, right? Uh-huh. It either happened at their wedding or it happened at a New Year's Eve party where um, the the husband got so drunk and he kept trying to he kept trying to kiss my uncle Roger. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And it's like but a. Did it happen? I, I don't know if it happened. Um, oh God! So maybe I was like, maybe my mind was like subconsciously like thinking about that funny memory, and then when I was drunk, it like it kind of like came out. I don't know, but and like I want to <laughs> be like my other cousin. I'm gonna try to kiss my uncle. Uh, yes, because Ralphie is uncle material, obviously. He's a lot of material. Oh, actually, I'll give. I'll tell the audience one of the questions or one of the topics I had for. For that podcast. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull it back up. Hmm. All right. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Okay. If Ralphie and I were in a gay relationship, <laughs> Ralph would be the girl. Oh, yeah. You asked this one. Um, I did. I said then, he would. And then Ralph said that you were. I, you know what? Okay. So, and his reasoning was like, oh, because Josh is a bottom bitch. That's not a good enough fucking reasoning. Well... If you guys were in a gay relationship, what 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 makes a gay relationship is 
two men. Well, yeah. I'm saying, like, it more of the sense of, um, like, the emotion. I wouldn't say emotional one, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I would be that one stern, that stern one in the relationship where I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. Um... Like, I wouldn't do any feelings. Really? I, I picture Ralphie more, really? if I'm being honest. Are you kidding me? Well, I don't know, like, because he, he seems like the more stern one. You're, you're the one that tends to, to like, react out of a situation, which is very funny. Obviously, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, that was like an ongoing thing that Ra- Ralphie kept saying that you're a bottom. Yeah, fuck it, whatever, sure, let's just move on to the next one. Uh, anyway, so if you guys enjoyed that little preview of the Schwamcast, you would enjoy the rest of it. So, we've been recording for almost 22 minutes, so let's get on to our next thing before we move on to the episode of Regular Show. Um, mm-hmm. Just recently, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3 came out in theaters. I saw it day one. Or you technically, saw it? technically, like came out what on a friday um right i I think i you you saw it on the the premiere yeah it was like a thursday afternoon right okay i think i saw it on the saturday so what like day two or three of it coming out yeah Yeah, yeah, so um as you guys know it is review time uh wow this is the first time on the show where two episodes in a row do we review a new movie coming out we reviewed the new super mario brothers movie in the last episode and we're gonna do the same for guardians of the galaxy 3 so how did you like it josh okay i i I knew i was gonna like it i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna uh, hold on i knew i was gonna like it too and i thought i was gonna like slowly decline and say like oh no it's not it was all right but no this is actually probably the best one out of the three guardians movies i would have to agree and if we're speaking guardians Mm -hmm. when i saw the first guardians it was one of my favorite movies out of the entire marvel franchise because spider-man is my favorite he's Mm -hmm. like my favorite character um and then after that i would honestly say it's the guardians and -hmm. i think i know why it's because i tend to prefer movies and characters that are like funny and comedic um not saying that i don't like uh more serious projects like captain america and iron man and things like that but you know with like spider-man and guardians there's like some like fun and uh like like family-friendly aspect to it and that's why i like you're a a pg person uh oh yeah i'm a i'm a fan of pg because obviously in guardians 3 they dropped the first (laughs) ever f-bomb in marvel honestly yo what Okay, I saw, like, a teaser for that uh, on the internet. I'm just like, there's no way they actually did do that. <laughs> and then when I saw it in theaters and, and when it actually happened, I'm like, holy shit, they actually did it. And I, like, it was even better than I imagined. Open the fucking door. <laughs> so, I, I think ah, I've said this before. So um, what? So, Guardians 3 is rated PG-13. I believe. Yeah. Oh wait, no, no. Is is it PG or is it PG thirteen? I think it's rated PG. Hold on, uh, Guardians. Look this up. Oh yeah, it is rated PG thirteen. That's why I thought because I believe how it works in Hollywood is, um, 
a movie is um, every single time a movie has an f bomb, it is automatically rated PG thirteen, and a PG thirteen movie is allowed to have only one f bomb, but anything more than that, it's automatically put to R. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what happened with Guardians, and it, it wasn't even like uh, like anything sexual with it. He used the word "fuck" like as an adjective, like open the fucking door. Yeah. Uh, but I really liked it, and we have to talk about Rocket, and because this was kind of his movie, Ooh. if you know, know what I mean. Spoilers ahead. Actually, now that I'm rethinking about this movie, go ahead. Go, you so, go first. I'll say something. After Star-Lord, Rocket has always been my favorite Guardian. I just... I like Groot. I am... And Drax. Dra- I feel like Drax would be my favorite after them, too. Um, I will say that out of the three Guardians movie, Groot has been like uh, this was Groot's best movie hands down. Because um, mm-hmm. like he in had the more first, to do. he had more to do. Because like in the first one, you know, he was like grown and everything, but he kind of like he kind of was Rocket's little like right hand man, and yeah. he was always kind of like shadowing off of him. In the second one, he was obviously baby Groot, so there wasn't much to that. And uh-huh. then, but in this the third one, he was he was independent from Rocket. Uh, as and you'll you know why obviously and then mm-hmm. he was actually like fighting and I loved the scene where where uh, him and Quill were like in the sky in that ship and they were kind of mm-hmm. like they had like their backs to each other like fighting and then Groot had like all those branches holding guns and stuff, um, but anyway yeah I love how this movie touched on animal rights and like animal cruelty and. Being that Rocket has always been one of my favorite Guardians, I really loved getting his backstory. Did you see that uh, PETA actually highly rated Guardians 3 for the message it was sending out? Um, So you know that you're doing something right if you get highly acclaimed by PETA. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of movies in the about animal rights in general if i'm being honest yeah so i i like the direction that marvel went with this um after we get done with our review i need to share the story of how i got blocked by PETA on twitter are you saying that? <laughs> i'm dead serious <laughs> uh but yeah l- let's finish it off so um i really loved the the fight sequences this is probably um do you know towards the end of the movie when no sleep till brooklyn came on by beastie boys yes that fight sequence i did did. that fight sequence was one of my favorite fight scenes in like definitely in this phase so far i know it's very early in the phase but like almost in all Mm. of marvel because like the music the adrenaline the energy and like i love how it like like went in between like fast motion and slow-mo and stuff and just Mm -hmm. like um it kind of reminded me of uh the fight sequences from amazing spider-man 2 say what you want about that movie and like if you like hate the the effects that came from it but i really enjoyed it and i felt the same from guardians 3 i'll say something about amazing spider-man 2 didn't like the story visually it it was very impressive yes definitely i mean uh, what was I gonna say about Guardians Three? No, I agree with you with that fi- with that uh, hallway scene. That was pretty epic. I I liked it a lot. Uh, however, 
what I didn't like about the movie. Actually, what didn't you like about the movie? Um, I so what were their names? Rocket's little friends, uh, Floor, Teeth, Floor, and Teeth. L- Laura, Lila, Lila, Lila. Um, I. I re I thought that they were all like cute like little friends. They were just little critters like being helped held uh, against their will, like basically slaves and everything. And yeah. I liked how they touched on the fact of like, oh, we only have each other, and one day we're gonna get out of here and we're gonna fly around the galaxy. I thought that was super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of wish that we got more screen time with them, because again, spoilers ahead. Because in by the time that they all died, it, I was able to feel sad, but not sad enough because I hadn't yet like built that emotional connection to them. And that's due to a lack of screen time. I'm trying to think how they could have made that. Because I'm trying to put in my head, if they had just put that entire flashback all in one scene. Like, say that entire flashback scene was at the beginning... And then we just cut to the entire movie. Would that throw it off a bit? Um, also, if like it was chronological instead. Yes. Um, no, I, I I still did enjoy the flashback sequences because I feel like if it was all done in one scene, mm-hmm. um, there there wouldn't uh, you wouldn't be able to kind of have like a, a like a little like recall feeling to them being like oh hey yeah. we're re- revisiting these guys you know yeah. Okay. Um, I will say though that um, in uh, Layla's death scene, mm-hmm. Floor fucking ruined that scene for me. <laughs> because she just—I forgot what the hell she was saying. She was fucking like when I okay, I get it. Your best friend just died, and you're like panicking and you're yelling random stuff. But damn, Floor just wouldn't shut the hell up. And <laughs> I think she was saying like fucking like rocket t floor let's get out rocket t floor let's get out of here and then like but she kept saying the same thing over and over again and again yes she was panicking but it kind of it kind of was a distraction you know like i the audience the audience was supposed to be feeling like sad for layla which i still was but i kept being distracted by floors yapping well i was i was just uh overwhelmed i'm just like yo what the fuck i saw i think i saw it rough yeah i did yeah, and we were both just like, "Oh my god!" I mean, I for me, I wasn't distracted. I was more of like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that's dead. fair. True. Um, but that but that scene, I was fine with. The major thing, I'm actually. Do you have anything more to say about um, the what you didn't like? Okay, so back when, um, at the towards the end when Rocket finally came back to life. I mm-hmm. really like how they executed that scene about how he got to see his friends again up in heaven. Yeah. Um, and then he said, like, I'm finally going to be able to, like, see you guys again. We're able to finally explore the galaxy like we we always planned on. And then Layla said, like, yes, Rocket, but it's not your time yet. And then he got transported back. Because um, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I thought that Rocket was going to die in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad that he's still here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wait. What, what, I I totally lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> fucking what? Do you want? Do you want me to go? Okay, yeah, go. Okay. So what I didn't like about the movie kind of ties into what you said about Rocket not dying. I was expecting 
at least a few of the guardians dying. Yeah. I'm not mad. Or just I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get that because I was I heard and I was actually <laughs> expecting that gar- that some guardians were going to die. At least one. I wanted at least one. But in the end the movie's fine and great how it is and I understand the departure of the characters that did. But at the same time, you you it would make a little bit more sense if at least some of them died, you know? Because I know that this was Drax's last movie. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what what's the name of his actor again? I Dave forgot. Batista. Yeah, because uh, his Marvel contract is up, right? Pretty sure. Because I, I I know that he posted like a couple months ago when they got done filming. He said like, oh hashtag goodbye Drax, like this and that. Yeah. Um, so that being said, I thought that they were gonna write off Drax's character with him dying, you know. Um, I mean they- the end. The, his ending how it is kind of brings him full circle at the same time again yeah he probably should have died because there was like a scene kind of slightly early on in the movie where he got like seriously hurt and we thought that he was gonna die um mm-hmm. but it was at the very end when we thought that quill was gonna die in space oh my fuck dude how were you feeling in that scene i, oh I was like I was like, oh shit, they're actually gonna because to me he's a he's the main title or he's a main character. I mean they're all main characters, but he's like a leader figure. So killing off a leader figure kinda hits a little bit harder for me, at least. I really love Peter Quill. I love Chris Pratt. I do too. And and I'm just like, oh my god, is he gonna die? Cause in my head I'm like, okay, any one of these fuckers could get it. So, if it's him, or he was the biggest uh, candidate for it, and I was mm-hmm. expecting it, but the way it was, was kind of very emotional. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, you better not, you better die. And then, in my, and then when it was happening, I thought in my head, wait, doesn't he have a mask? Where the hell was it? Because it was so, like, that whole, like, running scene where it's like, oh, shit, you gotta you gotta get back to the ship or else you're gonna die. Um, mm-hmm. And that reminds me to what I forgot before. Um, mm. Just, like, him slowly trying to, like, swim through space to get back to the damn ship. Yeah. I was, me and CJ, because I saw it with uh, my whole group of friends that I usually see, see Marvel movies with. Mm-hmm. Um I was on the edge of my seat, and so was CJ, and we, like, subconsciously started holding hands in suspense. We're Ralph just likes like, to do that with me, too. Really? Also, yeah. so is that your point on why he is the girl in, in the relationship? Yes! Yes! <laughs> There's a lot of things he doesn't say. Anyways, so, we, yeah, we were so scared, because, like, his face was, like, bubbling up, he was, like, not looking good, and we're like, shit, he's gonna fucking die, and I don't want Chris Pratt to die. Uh-huh. Cause, I I I really like him, cause he makes those Guardians movies. Obviously, he's the main character. Mm-hmm. But, um, he is. He is. But um, what I what I liked is in towards the end, when um, when Rocket finally woke up and they were freeing all of the children inside of the ship, they were about to escape, but then Rocket paused. He was like, "Wait, we're not finished yet." And then he went back to save all the animals. Yeah. Um, I I thought that that was a very heartwarming scene. And then obviously there was like the 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 villain uh, intervention or intervening on him. 
that was like a cool fight scene but specifically when he found the cage of baby raccoons and it was the same exact cage that he was like born in and got like kind of started his life into slavery with i thought Mm -hmm. that that was a very emotional scene and but i will say that when rocket finally got resurrected and he like woke up i thought that that was going to be the end of the movie because i mean this whole the whole movie was about saving rocket so i was expecting the movie to be like all right time time to kind of wrap up go into act three but i was like oh shit it's still going and i was like there were points where I was like, uh, do, do we really need the rest of this movie? Like, I, but I guess I'll sit through it, see what else we have. I am so glad that that rest of the movie happened because it was my favorite part. Because mm-hmm. it what, had like the th- best fight scene and things. Yeah. What I was going to ask, what was, what did you think of the uh, high evolutionary, which is the main villain of the, of the, of the movie? Um, you mean the one that ended up saving uh, Peter Quill in the end? That's Adam Warlock. Oh, um... God damn it, man! Fuck. Um... I'm so- <laughs> I'll get to him next, too. Yeah, we're gonna get to him. Um, I thought that he was pretty badass. Like, he was, like, menacing enough where it's, like, every time, like, he was, like, trying to stop Rocket, like, oh, I just wanted to fucking kill this dude, you know? Yeah. So, I, I was a fan of him, you know? Like, he did, like, terrible things, obviously, and he was like, oh, I'm only doing it to make the world better, but it's like... Oh, he's yeah. just evil. And, like, that's why, like, I love him in regards to, like, his, like, infamousness. I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I was going to say, I, di- I like his, I love the villain, but I hated the motivation, which makes him a really good, really good villain. Yes. If you can hate a villain so much that his motivations are really fucked up, then you, then you know you made a good one. Exactly. Or you got a good one on your hands. And the actor, too. I can't even pronounce his name, but he did a, an amazing job. Yeah, and I like how we kind of got to see the backstory and why his face is all messed up. Yeah, and was, like, uh, was it the reveal of his actual face and of what Rocket did to him when he killed Lila? Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, dude, this is, the, this is also probably one of the most gruesome Marvel movies since... Probably since Multiverse of Madness. Eh. that one was pretty dark yeah yeah it was pretty dark but it wasn't like it didn't sh- i don't think it showed like gore true yeah i'm trying oh. to think in my head but i i got nothing in my head but quickly moving to adam warlock i had this conversation with a co-worker who had seen it he said he didn't like it because um, um was it adam warlock in the comics He's supposed to be really powerful, and I agree, and I know, and I agree with him that he is, but at the same time, oh wait, this is Marvel. They're going to build him up to be there, just not now. Right, true. Okay. Um, I will say that, like, he, I didn't really see him as, like, a huge, huge threat throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, because he was kind of being overpowered by, uh, the other villain, um. So, it almost didn't make sense that, like, I, w- I was not expecting him to be the one to save Peter Quill in the end. Yeah, me, th- me neither. 
because when he came up out of nowhere and saved him, I like me and my friends all looked at each other, being like, "What the fuck? Like what? Like uh, okay, like I'm glad you saved him, but like why? Why? Out of all people, why would you be the one to save him?" And I I get that he uh, had had like a good villain arc, and he's now a part of the Guardians, but yeah. it was it was just weird. Like he kind of switched up out of nowhere to me. I guess, but. When you're balancing, it would have been like balancing three storylines at the same time. Yeah, that's true. So you can only pick if you get only if you had three storylines and you only had to pick two. Yeah, which you, one would you have picked? And obviously, I'm guessing the Adam Warlock one had to be scrapped. But and and I don't. I think Will Poulter did a good job as Adam Warlock, and I really want and I'm really looking forward to seeing more of him in the future. Um, yes, uh, and when you come over next, we're going to see a movie that he is in, which is no. Mitsumar. No. Yes. No. I <laughs> fucking knew that was coming. You're like, when you come over, I know what we're watching. Fuck you. No. Uh, I'd, right. rather, I'd rather be dead drunk and probably watch it. No, don't quote me on that. Don't. Don't don't quote me on that. Don't. So, in the end, um, yeah, we both thought that this was a really good movie. Uh, what would you rate it out of ten? Actually, oh, um, I don't. I, I would give it a ten. Yeah, I'd bump it to an eleven. Me too. It's hard because I don't see any. I barely see any problems with it. Mm-hmm. Well, but... it's definitely a step up from Ant Man and like Love and Thunder and all those not so good movies. Honestly, when I was uh, talking to one of my coworkers about this, they said, "Yeah, Phase Four sucks." I'm like. Yeah, we're on phase five already, man. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I felt like such a big nerd for knowing, but I don't care. Um, you could tell that Marvel kind of prioritized the Guardians production over Ant Man. Well, yeah, it's their last movie. True. And I, true. oh my, oh my God, I just thought of this too. If Ant Man gets a fourth freaking movie, I don't know what they're gonna do because I, I, for most of these characters, I don't think. A fourth movie is is gonna help it. Three is fine. Three is fine. Four is kind of pushing it. If you have like Captain America five, I know they're making a fourth one. If they have a fifth one, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do anymore. Just call him Sam Wilson at that point. Don't yeah. even call it Captain America. Just call him Sam Wilson. Anyways, we've been we've been talking for a lot longer than we probably should have. All right, so. Today, we will be watching season, what is it? Season three. Some, se- season, well, Dude, yeah. We, we, haven't been reco- we haven't recorded a podcast in like over a week. You're losing it. No, I, I knew, I was trying to figure out the episode. It was season three, episode 19. Okay. I was looking for the, uh, but yeah, it is called Video Game Wizard. This is definitely a, an episode that I recall watching when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. I remember like the little references and funny scenes and i uh remember last episode when we talked about us being petty yeah so i have a story that i'm gonna get to later when okay. um and it, it's it's because of this episode i, I kind of <laughs> i kind of do something that rigby does in this episode that's very petty and it's actually a funny story um, i think we both have stories but i would try to make my at least mine quick uh, I'll make mine quick as well, but uh, f- a little sneak peek. It's about Maddie. 
So we open up with Mordecai and Rigby playing video games. Mordecai says to Rigby, get ready, dude. This is the final fight. Rigby says, okay, I got it. And then Mordecai says, are you sure you know what to do this time? And then Rigby says, yes, it's like one, two, start, blah, blah, something, whatever. And then Mordecai's like, no, dude, it's one, two, start, then forward, one and two at the same time. And then Rigby kind of like practices it. He's like, like this. And then Mordecai's like, not now. Wait till I tell you to do it. Okay, now do it, dude. And then so Rigby starts to do the little combo and he's able to knock out the boss and leading to our first oh of the episode. I was going to I was going to say in the subtitles they say whoa with a w. Um they almost and say I put woo. A, yeah. They yeah, I say woo and I wrote down in my notes uh would we still count it but I think we both would count it, yeah. Well, as long as they have like the motive behind it of saying oh, it's Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they celebrate, and then Rigby says, Did you see me deliver that kill blow? That fool never had a chance. And then Mordecai kind of side-eyes Rigby, being like, Yeah, congrats, Rigby. You finally finished level one. Rigby's like, And it only took me 17 games, which is my new record. Come on, let's go. I want to see what I could do on level two. And Mordecai, he's not feeling it. He's like, uh, No, thanks, dude. I've had enough video games for a day. Um, he tries to flip through the TV channels, but there's nothing really on. And then Rigby says, Wait, go back. He takes the remote from him, and then there is a commercial on the screen. And what is it? There's an advert for this uh, video for this new video game controller called the Maximum Glove. And uh, the reason why I remember this so so well is because way back in the day, I don't know if you know this, Jason, but I'm somewhat of a '90s kid myself. Uh <laughs> Or not even '90s kid. I I'm so much of a I'm somewhat of a boomer myself, but way back in the day, I don't remember. I think it was like in the '80s or something, where there was this exact kind of uh, controller, where it it's in the shape of a glove. I'm I suck at describing things, but it, it was it, made by it, Nin- Nintendo, right? Was it? Um, it sounds I, about right though. Yeah, because uh, I actually have uh, a note from lunchtime that I'll get to. But yes, this the Maximum Glove is based off of a real controller. Yeah, and where was I? I, I lost my train of thought. But the ad keeps going, and it just shows off how... Or the dude who's wearing the Maximum Glove shows off to two kids playing uh, video games how cool the controller is. Uh, he can control the the cars he's playing a racing game he's controlling the car with just a glove and these there's all these cool effects happening in the commercial one of the kids asks what the heck is that the guy with the glove turns to him and says haven't you been watching the commercial you idiot it's the maximum <laughs> glove what? <laughs> what i was i why is that so unnecessarily funny to me i it's I, it just it just makes me laugh for what? no reason what, calling a little kid an idiot? <laughs> Just the way that they kind of like break the fourth wall. Be like, what the heck is that? <laughs> you know, I wish I wish uh, more commercials did that. <laughs> like they just break yeah. the fourth wall. But yeah, so the guy with the maximum glove kind of just like clenches his fist. And that like burns the kid's eyes. He's like, ah, my eyes! And then the, the narrator... Says the maximum glove won't hit shelves till next fall, but you can win it now by entering the game Inferno Tournament. 
This weekend at the Ferguson Con Center, teams of two will battle for the ultimate prize. So sign up with a friend and go maximum. Which, um, the Ferguson Convention Center is a little cameo by... I had to think of his name too. Garrett Bobby Ferguson. Good old GBF. GBF. Uh, and I believe that we haven't seen him since actual the video game uh, uh, high score episode. That was like season one, wasn't it? That was the f- uh, two, I think. That was the first time that you visited me in the city when oh, we reviewed it? that. Yeah, I remember it was the last one that we did that day. Oh, dang. Um, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that basically that's what the Maximum Glove is. Well, we cut back to real life and Rigby's all like, dude, a two-player video game tournament. We totally got to enter it so we could waste those losers and win that glove. Woo! And then he starts to chant, Maximum, 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 Maximum. Mordecai, why aren't you shouting Maximum with me? Uh, because Mordecai, he's just kind of sitting there and he's all like, oh, I don't know. It wasn't that cool. And then Rigby's like... He says, wasn't that cool? The kid's eyes burst into flames just from looking at it. And that also made me laugh because Rigby takes it all literal. He He's the type of kid that sees a toy commercial and thinks that it's super cool because they use all these special effects and music. But when he gets the toy, it's just like a cheap piece of plastic and it doesn't work right. It sounds like a... Sounds like Jacob to me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> So uh, Rigby is trying to get Mordecai to, to enter in it, but he's all like, eh, no, let's just forget about it, Rigby. All of a sudden, Skips walks in and he says like, oh, hey, Mordecai, let's get out of here pretty soon. I don't want to be late for the video game tournament. Um, and then right before Skip says that, Mordecai is like kind of trying to sickle him, be like, no, don't say anything. But Skips ended up saying it. And then so that makes Mordecai kind of facepalm. Uh, Rigby gets all mad at this and he's like, what skips leaves the room and then he says why are you going to go with skips he doesn't even play video games mordecai explains he's like oh well he's actually pretty good he's been practicing lately um and then rigby says yeah but skips isn't good enough to win the tournament with you here's what you have to do lose skips we enter the tournament and then we win the glove everybody wins skips will understand and then Mordecai says, like, oh, I can't just switch at the last minute. That's messed up. And Rigby says, dude, just switch and enter the tournament with me. And then they're kind of going back and forth. Uh, And then eventually Mordecai kind of pushes Rigby away. And he's like, I'm not switching back. And Rigby's kind of crying to himself. Mordecai says, hey, why don't you just come to the video game tournament with us? It'll be fun. And Rigby's like, okay, I'll come. Mordecai says, like, all right, cool, get your stuff together, because we're hitting the road in an hour. And Rigby laughs. Mordecai leaves the room, and then uh, Rigby is all like, oh, I'll get my stuff together, and then I'll get you to pick me to be your partner instead of Skips. You'll see. And then there's, like, this dramatic music playing. So then we fade, fade transition to the three, Mordecai, Rigby, and Skips, and Skips's hippie van, which... I'm pretty sure this is what you wanted way back in the day when you did want um, to do van life. Yeah, so he's driving a, a Volkswagen uh, van, and it's really nice. It's, uh, it's very uh, spacious. It, it's very spacious, just like my van. My, my van is definitely as, just as big as his. Uh, you know, I still want to, real quick, I still want to try to get the guys together to do that 
like Indiana Dunes thing. Yo, we should. I know we were talking about that. What? What? Uh, when? When? What time of uh season is good to go? Do you think? Um. Oh, I have no idea. But damn. Um. Cause I I already have two different trips that I'm going to this year. May uh mm. maybe maybe three. Okay. Well, so. we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. So, anyways. <clears throat> We have this like quick little left to right pan shot of the three guys just sitting in silence while Skips is driving. It's a quick little montage of the guys traveling across the highway all the way to the video game Inferno Tournament. They go into a really nice shot of them going inside of a tunnel almost like the one in GTA. Yeah, GTA Um, like the guys outside of your house right now. Dude, I don't fucking know, man. There was actually no yesterday when I was or no Saturday when I was finally coming home after doing errands. There was this one dude uh, who had his girl riding behind him, like she was holding on to him. Uh, by the way, girl, fine as hell. Oh, they were on like a motorcycle. Yeah, they were on a motorcycle. They weren't wearing anything, anything like protective. Like they weren't wearing a helmet. Wearing, weren't wearing a jacket. Uh, in case of anything, they were just wearing regular ass clothes, like a t-shirt, jeans, whatever, and sneakers. I'm like, you're gonna hurt yourself really badly if Dude, something if something were to happen. That is so annoying. I was out with CJ's family yesterday, and we were at like one of those like open patio restaurants. Yeah, it was like ne- right next to a street, and these two motorcycle guys came up, and they they were like they looked like the guys who listen to like uh like classic rock, and they have like white beards, and they're all like. <laughs> like a southern looking um mm-hmm. and they kept revving their motorcycles when we were all like there at the restaurant and we're and of course everyone's looking at them and they and like people really think that they look so cool when they rev their engines in front of in front of people yeah. um it really gives them feelings of power that doesn't exist because no one thinks you're cool man i think and, they're just proud of the 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 motorcycle engine i'm i'm guessing they were like harley's because mm-hmm. so. like if i had a motorcycle i would definitely be like i would definitely feel like a sense of rush when i like kind of rev the engine because you know motorcycles are cool but yeah. when you're when you're trying to flex to other people you don't look cool at all man you know what if i didn't if i didn't live in the midwest i would definitely sell my car and get a motorcycle um yeah just make sure that you're wearing a helmet because these oh, no, guys most definitely these guys weren't wearing helmets either and there was also a girl on the back of one of them and on top of that they had a confederate flag sticker on that fucking oh, motorcycle my so God. wait 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 you could cut this out was it all around here um it, it was it was up in irving park oh in chicago it's oh, like okay, north then, chicago okay then i guess that makes sense not really but <sighs> whatever yeah dumb um, anyway, so you want, you want to keep going? Yeah, I'll keep going. Okay. Um, so we cut out of the montage and we go to the inside of the van and they're just driving. And then all of a sudden, uh, Rigby pops up from the back seat and he says like, Hey, Skips, you want some of my trail mix? And he has like a big Ziploc bag of it. Skips grabs a handful and puts it in his mouth. He's like, Oh, thanks Rigby. Uh, Rigby starts to eat the, the rest of the bag and like kind of pours the rest into his mouth and finishes it. And then all of a sudden, he turns to Mordecai after a pause, being like, 
Oh, I'm sorry, Mordecai. Did you want some? I guess I should have asked you if you wanted some before asking Skips if he wanted some, since I know you like Tromix so much, but I guess it's too late, because I already gave it all to Skips, because I asked him first. And, <laughs> obviously, Rigby's being all petty, and he, he he's basically doing a bunch of little metaphors for like, Oh, hey, Mordecai, you asked Skips before you asked me. And, um... I like uh, Mordecai's expression here because like he's just staring up at Rigu with like his eyebrows turned in. If you want to see the timestamp, it's uh, 339. And Mordecai has this look on his face being like, I don't really know what to say to this, but go off, I guess. Um, but that's really funny. Um, so Skips tries to talk to Mordecai and he's like, so Mordecai. I was thinking about going over some strategy before the tournament. Should I work on my ABAA? But then Rigby cuts him off saying like, Oh, hey guys, would you mind if I put in my mixtape? Why do friends not pick their friends to enter a video game competition with them when they know that they would want to be in it? I guess it's because they just don't want to win it. You should have picked me. Do the right thing. You better pick me before we get to the stupid tournament. But what makes this funny is that midway into the song, um, in the recording, you could hear Mordecai knocking on the door. Dude, what are you doing in there? Come on, we gotta get on the road. Just a minute! They never pick their friends. They never pick their friends. They never pick their friends. I completely, when this scene happened, I completely forgot how it's an actual not bad of a song. First off. Secondly, oh, yes. Sorry. It's, it's a funny. masterpiece. It's a... Dude, I'd play this in my sleep. Yeah, when well, more... It's my, it's my bedtime music. Well, Mordecai and, and Skips are going to be forced to listen to it in their sleep when we get to that scene later on. <laughs> but well, what happens next after we, uh, after we clock wipe away? God damn it. You took my transition. They <laughs> clock wipe... <laughs> Fuck. They, we clock wipe uh, at night... Uh, Mordecai skips and Rigby are eating dinner at a gas station, gas station, gas station diner. And we cut inside the diner where two guys are sitting across from each other. One guy on the left says, thanks again for picking me as your teammate. The guy on the right uh, says, dude, of course, you're my best friend. Who else would I pick? And then we uh, transition over to Mordecai, Rigby and skips kind of, kind of listening over Rigby giving the little stank guy over to Mordecai and he starts talking saying you know I think it's great that I could be here to support you guys in fact I'm so supportive I made both of you matching uniforms for the tournament and from under the table he picks up this giant box that's labeled fra fragile and he goes in it and tosses a shirt towards Mordecai saying one for Mordecai and then over to skips he says and one for his valued teammate skips. Uh, mm -hmm. And then we have this little quick shot of more Rigby still giving the little, hmm, I don't know what how to describe it, just like a little grunty, mean-mugging face towards Mordecai. Uh, yeah. Mordecai and, Rig or Mordecai and Skips put on the shirts. Uh, Mordecai kind of like lifts his arm up to kind of uh, see what the shirt looks like. He's, and he kind of thanks Rigby, saying like, oh, thanks, Rigby, it's great. Then we cut over to Skips, who has the t-shirt, but it's over, it's undersized. And it looks like Skip, a crop top on him. It does look like a crop top. Skips says, mine doesn't fit. 
plus there's an R on it. And Rigby kind of plays it off saying, oh yeah, I guess Skips doesn't start with an R. But hey, if you don't want to wear it, I could wear it. Totally not a problem for me. What do you say, Mordecai? Should me and Skip switch? Oh, okay. So that story that I was talking about earlier with Maddie, uh huh, it came from this scene right here. Are you serious? Okay. Oh gosh, it's so it, it's very cringy. No, it's been long enough where like I laugh over it and thinking I just roll my right. eyes as a stupid seventh grader back in the oh, day. Oh god. Uh, so thirteen year old Jason, let's hear it. I was twelve, so that. Oh, you were twelve. Even better. (laughs) Um, so this was when me and Maddie we weren't together anymore. Um, because um, and then remember, I it was that kid Mark. Yes. Okay. So Maddie was hanging around with Mark so much, like they were best friends. They would talk at lunch every single day, and like. Mark, yeah. he, 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 ever since second grade, he was kind of a bully to me, and I, I really, I fucking hated him, um, because yeah. he was an asshole to a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. and so I didn't like that they were, like, hanging out, uh, well, because one, I could, I could kind of get the feeling that they, like, liked each other, um, mm-hmm. and then two, Mark is a bully, but, True. my, I mean, my friends are allowed to have friends, so I didn't, like, think much of it, I, uh. um, and then, um, one day, Maddie, uh, she she like she wore like this Batman shirt, and because uh, she, she like was a huge fan of Batman, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, um, Mark wore um, he, this man went to the store and he bought like Batman shorts, so he could match with Maddie. And oh then the God. on that third day, they both came to school wearing their Batman gear, and that was like like the final straw for twelve year old me. I was like, yo, what the hell is this? Fuck, they're all matching and shit. That's what me and Maddie used to do. It was so, so, so dumb to stress over. Um, so, I was, like, kind of teasing Maddie. Like, not so much Mark, because I didn't give a shit about him. But I was kind of, like, I was kind of teasing Maddie all day, being like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm glad that you and Mark, I guess since you guys are best friends, even though, oh, wait, I thought that you and I had agreed that we were best friends. But apparently, you found a new one, and that's Mark. Um, <laughs> so... And then I remember at lunchtime, um, I think Maddie was talking about, like, she wanted to decorate her locker more. Uh-huh. So, I made these uh, out of, like, notebook paper. I made these, quote-unquote, locker decorations All that right. said, um, and I wrote on it saying, um, Maddie and Jason are best friends, exclamation point. And there were, like, two, I made two of them because there were two matching ones. Okay. And then I gave them to to Maddie and Mark at the table. I was like, "Oh, hey guys! I was thinking of uh, how great your friendship is, so I made you guys some matching locker posters." Oh my god, that is the most pettiest thing <laughs> I've ever heard. And then I was like, "Oh wait, it looks like I spelled Mark's name wrong, and I accidentally wrote Jason." Oh, that's Jesus. funny. But oh hey, it's my name. So what do you say, Maddie? Oh, Should me Mark. and Mark switch? Oh my god. As you can see, that is literally the same. I got that straight from this scene in regular show with the t shirts. Oh, I can definitely see 12 year old Jason just like, oh, hey guys. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it just seems like your best friends now. I, 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 fuck you, Mark. That's what I can see. I can actually picture it. It's not funny. It is actually so... funny. It's it was it was like cringy like in the year after, but obviously it's been almost ten years that I look at it and like I could laugh at it, but also roll my eyes at how stupid I was. 
You know, I'm oh. not gonna lie to you. Um, I did have, I did also have a story, like a quick story. As okay. Well. But it it always, I don't know why it always happens with Ralph. Maybe because I've known him for a long time and we spent a we spent a lot of time together. Yeah. But, oh, and by uh, the way, whenever whenever we share stories of us, like kind of fooling around with each other we're and we uh, it seems like that we hate each other but we don't we we know that no, no. we're just messing around yeah no please yeah no we definitely <laughs> it i think it's because the fact me and ralph butt heads all the time is because we we know it's a joke and we kind of both like fucking with it he likes fucking with me a lot more than i do with and, him and you'll see that in episode three of the schwim cast yeah because that happened a lot it does um no yeah so most most of the time, um, I think way back in the day, it was some. It was Ralph that would be petty. Don't quote me, but yeah. I remember the times when he had stuff to do, and I wanted to like hang out with him. I would be petty, like, "Oh, I, I see you choose this over me. I see how it is." And looking back at it, it was more so. Maybe I am the bottom. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to laugh. <laughs> Maybe I am. Uh, God, this is a therapy session. Oh. No, but no, yeah. So, but yeah, I most of the time it would be me, uh, wanting to, or me wanting Ralph to hang out with me more than him doing his own thing. But as as I'm older now, I'm just like, you know what? We both have our lives. We should probably i should probably like stop doing all that and just focus on what i'm doing you know Mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i i still do really would like to have him uh hang out you know this is my longest relationship fuck hmm anyways um we're moving on so after we get out of the diner we clock wipe to the hotel there's a lot of clock wipes in regular show and you don't realize that until we actually break it down that's true and mordecai and and skips are in the hotel room trying to sleep but rigby is outside and he's standing on the roof of the van and he has a big boombox above his head and it is playing the fucking uh mixtape from in the van earlier rigby song about uh uh entering the video game competition and we could just see Mordecai inside who kind of puts his pillow around his ears because he's just trying to sleep. Um, that that scene right there has been memed heavily in regular yeah. show. Because uh, it's so easy to just put whatever sound you want in that clip. And, Same um, with, the, um, with Rigby putting in his mixtape and skips his RV. Yeah, yeah. Because anything with like playing a radio or something, you could just put whatever song and it's hilarious. It is. I, dude, I want to look at regular show memes now. Yeah. Uh, which we retweet occasionally on our Twitter. Link in description. Boom. Um, Big plug. Boom. So it's the next day. We are at the Ferguson Convention Center. And um, outside of this uh, con, uh, we kind of mentioned it before, there is a huge, I think that's a, a copper or bronze statue of GBF's head. It's like life-size. And then there's a video game cabinet on the right side of him. And it's it's a pretty cool convention. And everyone's like, you know, there there's a bunch of like video game nerds all around. Some people are wearing uh, hats that look like the Maximum Glove. And 
Mordecai goes to the front desk saying, Hi, is this where we register? And so he gets a registration form. The guy behind the counter explains, The first two lines are for players 1 and 2. And the third line is an alternate player. And then Mordecai kind of looks back at Skips and Rigby, trying to figure out like who is he going to put for player 2 and the alternate. Uh, he goes back to Rigby and says, Hey Rigby, I got some good news. And Rigby gasps in excitement, being like, Oh my gosh, I'm player 2. But no, Mordecai says, I put you down as an alternate. Rigby frowns and he's like, what? Why? Mordecai's like, come on, dude, I'm just trying to win the glove. And then Rigby gets all mad and he's like, then why'd you pick Skips? He's not even good at video games and points right at him. Mordecai says, dude, cool it. And then he said, why would you pick Skips over me? He's horrible at video games. He kind of repeats himself in anger. Mordecai gets really mad. He pushes Rigby to the ground saying, no, he's not. And then at this point, the entire room was looking over and they're all saying, "Ooh," kind of like how you would do in a, in a, in an like actual a, fight. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Rigby is still on the ground. He kind of looks up at Mordecai while like breathing heavily. And then Mordecai lets it out. He's like, Rigby, I pick skips because you're horrible at video games. And then a big, like dramatic sound effect zooms in on Rigby's face. Rigby's like, fine, forget you then. I hope you have as much fun as winning that glove as you did losing your best friend. And he storms out of the room. Uh, Mordecai tries to chase after him. He's like, Rigby, but Rigby's gone. Skip steps up and he's like, I know what you're doing, Mordecai. And I have to say, I'm pretty disappointed in you. And Mordecai sighs and he's like, look, Skips, I want to win the maximum glove for me and Rigby to share, but I just can't play with him. He's not good enough at video games to win. And then Skips, he's like, Mordecai, I know you want to make Rigby happy by winning that glove, but are you sure you're going about this the right way? And then Mordecai's all like, eh, don't worry about it. He'll get over it when we win the glove. And then he, they just move on to the tournament. So what, what's, what's your stance on this? Because I'm kind of indifferent. If, if, he, if Mordecai wants to win the glove, then yes, pick pick the strongest person but at the same time rigby should understand that or he should realize that he does suck at video games but counterpoint to that um what do they say you know he is right about the whole best friend thing yeah because i could see both sides mordecai wants to win the glove but that's just not going to happen if he's playing with Rigby, right? Yeah. He he knows how much Rigby wants it, and he's willing to win it for him. But the problem is Rigby just can't be his teammate. Exactly. So he picks Skips, and then Rigby's salty over that. But the pro- I think a main problem here is Rigby doesn't realize that he sucks at video games, mm-hmm. and that's why he's mad. Because, like, I know that I stink at some games. And I wouldn't be salty, like, if I, I'm not trying to undermine Rigby's feelings or anything, but I would be flattered that Mordecai was willing to, like, step up and win that game for me while uh-huh. also, like, being humble and knowing, like, yeah, it was probably better because I suck at video games. But well, yeah, it's a whole, it's all about, like, understanding your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, but it's hard because Skips is also right about how being like, hey, you should be, like, it's all about friendship here, you know? Like, you're... I guess. Um, but but Skips uh, Skips also needs to understand, and I'm pretty sure he does. Uh-huh. Rigby's not good at video games, and that's the whole reason Skips is even there. 
but I think the whole like best friend outweighs everything. Yeah, it's it's a catch twenty two for sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, we but, should we should run a poll. We should run a poll on our Twitter. Yeah. True. Okay. Um. But why don't you continue? So we go into this montage of Mordecai and Skips playing at the video game tournament. Uh, first they're up against these two girls. One of them has a bob cut and really thick sunglasses. The other one is wearing like a Where's Waldo uh, top. Uh, she's uh, actually wearing uh, CJ's shirt. Um, oh like shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ from the show, not my CJ. <laughs> I mean, does your CJ also wear a Where's Waldo shirt? Yo, I should get her the same <laughs> shirt that CJ wears in regular show. <laughs> No, so like, it get could her be the entire outfit. Days. Yeah, like her, like have her do her hair in like a cloud type thing. Yeah, I'm not even gonna get into the details because I feel kind of wrong about asking what your girlfriend does to your to to like. To, never mind. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Mordecai and Rigby or Mordecai. Fuck. Hold on. It's a habit. Yeah. I, yeah, it is. Mordecai and Skips look at each other as they're about to play the game. Uh, Mordecai picks. Uh, picks his character same with skips they're both uh kung fu karate guys the referee blows his whistle and they start playing uh so mordecai and skips eventually beat the two girls by skips throwing a fireball at both of them uh the girls lose mordecai and skips win mordecai looks back at rigby who's in the stands who just kind of Cl- slow claps in congratulations he's still pretty mad about it yeah uh, mordecai then looks at skips and we move on to the next matchup where skips and mordecai are playing against what are those minotaurs or uh centaurs i think centaurs yes thank you they're playing against centaurs they win that fight and we see this big ass bracket filled with random names i'm pretty sure some of them repeat each other but uh if you're watching the episode with us and pausing, you can see all the names. But we can yeah. see Mordecai and Skips move up the bracket pretty easily. And throughout the entire uh, tournament, we we cut back to Rigby, who gets more and more upset and sad that he's not up there with Mordecai playing. And it's, it's actually kind of depressing to see. Yeah, it is. Um... So then we finally get to the final where Mordecai and Skips are facing a duo named Fred and Jimmy, which is the most generic names of all time. Fred and Jimmy, yeah. Yeah, th- this entire bracket is filled with, like, generic names. There was, like, a, uh, well, the first group of girls, there were, like, um, Emily and Sarah. We got a Frank and Tom. Uh, we have Ted and Art. Steve and Steve, they ain't even think. think See, this is what I mean. Like they're mostly repeats. Oh, holy shit! I the at the very top left of the bracket, which you could see at seven thirteen, I thought that that said Jake Paul, but it's actually Jake <laughs> Phil. <laughs> what the? Yo, Jake Paul made an appearance in regular show before he even blew up. Like what? So, um, we cut to the to the final match. Um, there, skips Mordecai and then Fred and Jimmy are standing up at the front. The referee says, gamers, this is the final match. The winning team will get to take home the maximum glove. 
and it's like a big event and then um the maximum glove rises out of the the floor with like smoke and it has like a kind of like a glass protected dome around it and it looks pretty cool i gotta say um the referee says players to your stations so they all take um they all take their positions and then rigby is in the front row and he's like just staring dead at mordecai and mordecai you could see him kind of like feeling bad and but it's too late because the referee is already like counting down three two one fight so they start to fight with each other and um i would say the the, the match is like pretty equal um, and then Mordecai, during the game, he kind of looks over at Rigby, and Rigby is all sad, and then he kind of makes his way through the crowd, and he leaves the room, and Rigby is, like, really sad at this point, and we kind of cut into, like, a sort of, like, a sound montage where sad music is playing, and we could hear Rigby's old lines throughout the episode, like, dude, switch, why would you pick skips over me? Uh, I just wanted to play with my best friends. Dude, switch. Why are you doing this to me? And then the last line is, I hope you have as much fun winning the glove as you did losing your best friend. And that kind of, that line kind of zooms in on Mordecai. So you could tell that he's really thinking about Rigby here. And his eyes kind of close and all of a sudden he's like, wait, time out. The referee blows the whistle. And then all the spectators are like, they gasp and go like, oh my gosh, what happened? What happened? He, um, Mordecai goes to Skips and says, Skips, I can't do this. Not without Rigby. Skips is like, yep, it was, it's about time you changed your mind. And then R Mordecai says, oh, so you mean you're cool with stepping out? And then Skips says, oh, yeah, these video games are too easy anyways. The ref comes up and says, uh, sir, what's the trouble? Mordecai says, uh, my friend Skips hurt his hand and he can't play. Skips holds up his hand, and then the referee says, his hand looks looks fine to me. And then Skips fucking goes to, like, a little metal pillar that's on the side of them. And he punches it, like, bashing right through it. And his fingers are all, like, broken, and they're, like, bent the like backwards and stuff. Skips holds it up, and he's like, wanna check again? And then the ref just stands there with, like, his jaw to the floor. Um, and then Mordecai catches up to Rigby, and what happens? So Mordecai catches up to Rigby outside. Uh, Mordecai screams out to Rigby saying, Rigby, wait. Uh, Rigby questions Mordecai asking why isn't he inside playing playing with skips. And Mordecai says to him, I need my teammate, the one I should have asked in the first place. Rigby says, huh? Mordecai then explains, I do want to win a glove, but I want my friend back more. And he reaches out his hand to for an or as to like, grab his ass. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck? No, no he Mordecai grabs his hand to in hopes of Rigby accepting his, this apology. Rigby smiles and then reaches for Mordecai's hand. Don't you dare say ass. <laughs> that was really funny. They shake hands, and Mordecai. Gladly says, let's go win that glove, dude. So we cut back to this to the main stage where Mordecai and now Rigby are playing Fred and Jimmy. I almost forgot their names. Yeah. Uh, they both put their hands on the joystick and buttons. And everyone's cheering. Skips is now in the crowd with a bandaged up hand. The whistle blows. Um, and it's game on. So then they start playing. Uh, Fred and Jimmy are just laughing to, to themselves. 
uh, Rigby says like time for the cube blow and he does the same move that Mordecai taught him at the beginning of the episode but one of the two Fred or Jimmy catches Rigby and he slams him into Mordecai's game character which really surprises Rigby and he says oh no and we have this quick shot of Mordecai and Rigby's life bar go almost down Fred and Jimmy are still laughing and then we cut over back to Rigby and he says like oh man you were right Mordecai I really am bad at video games now we're gonna lose and we're not gonna win the maximum glove because of me but Mordecai looks down to Rigby I'm just glad I get to play with my best bro Rigby surprised by his answer he says really and Mordecai says like yeah it's not about winning it's about having fun and then all of a sudden this loud bang uh appears and then it seems that Mordecai and Rigby are teleported to the regular show space with a like I, w- I was gonna say holographic or hologram but it's not like a hologram it's like the, a spatial it's 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 slightly different because um the regular show space background is the kind of like a mix between like red and purple and black but mm. this one has black purple and green almost a turquoise and um yeah there's a huge holographic uh maximum glove in front of them and it has an eyeball in the middle and it's kind of has like a green aura uh glowing around it and it says congratulations you figured it out you're the first gamers to realize that hanging out with your friends is more important than a stupid glove and then Mordecai and Rigby look at each other like, whoa, cool. And then the glove says, as a reward, I will grant you maximum gaming power. Are you ready to be maximized? And then Mordecai and Rigby are like, yeah, 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 yeah. So the uh, the glove kind of makes a fist and then it opens up saying maximize. And then uh, a beam of green kind of shoots out of the eyeball around Mordecai and Rigby. And then they kind of both start to morph into one. They scream like, ah. And then we cut back to the video game tournament. And then Mordecai and Rigby are like one gigantic monster. Um, You'll have to actually see what they look like. It's right at the 10 minute mark. um, Where their eyes are like white. They're all like ripped and muscular. Uh... The left leg is Rigby, but the right leg is Mordecai's. And then they have two heads. It's really cool. Um, And the entire audience is, like, groaning. They're like, whoa, what the heck? And then Fred and Jimmy are like, what the hell are we facing against? And then even the referee kind of turns around and kind of gags. And he starts to throw up with his hands on his knees. Um, Mordecai says, let's finish this. So... The, the Mordecai and Rigby creature uh, reaches down on the arcade cabinet. And then they start to go ham on the on Fred and Jimmy. And Fred and Jimmy like are barely even playing. They're just like looking over at what's in front of them. And then all of a sudden, they, uh, they get down to the final elimination. The game says, eliminate them. And then Mordecai and Rigby raise their forearms and they say, maximum power. And then they kind of bash their fists into the cabinet making a KO, and then the screen explodes, Fred and Jimmy's cabinet explodes in front of them, shooting them back, and then the entire room is just brought to, like, debris. Uh, Mordecai and Rigby, who are now separated, uh, bust out of the debris, kind of like, oh, what would happen? 
And then the referee stands up as well, holding the glove, saying, Behold, the new winners of this year's game, Inferno, Mordecai and Rigby. And then the entire room is cheering, Skips is cheering, and then Mordecai and Rigby, uh, as the two best friends they are, hold up the glove in victory. And it's a very sweet way to win. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So then we clockwise back to the house where Mordecai and Rigby are checking out the maximum glove. Mordecai tells Rigby to try on the glove first. So Rigby slides the hand, the glove onto his hand slowly. He's like, aw, yeah, so cool. And he starts twiddling his fingers just to feel it out. And they have the same racing game that was shown in the advertisement for the maximum glove. And uh, Mar- Rigby starts playing it, and he then the car goes, but and Rigby's trying to control the car by moving his hand left and right a little bit, almost like a, almost like in an airplane motion, just flowing left and right. But the car isn't moving. Mordecai questions like, "Dude, why aren't you moving?" Rigby qu- answers back saying, "I don't know." Mordecai asked if he inputted the code. Rigby says yes. He typed in the code, but it's not doing anything. We cut back to the screen where the car flies off a cliff and explodes. Both Mordecai and Rigby are shocked at this, and Rigby says, like, dude, this controller blows. And we cut to black, thus ending the episode. Another example of the after all of that, it has to end like that. Yep. I mean, it's the same. uh, I think that was the same thing that happened to the actual, like, glove in real life like that shit didn't work yeah and 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 i think it had recall been recalled a a bunch yeah and that is actually the first pop cultural reference that we're gonna cover in lunchtime lunchtime it's lunchtime I had uh, was it yabisoba noodles earlier? So oh, pretty full right now. From from like Costco. I think so. Or I I, I love those. Walmart. Okay, those noodles were so good. I remember um well the ones that I get in Costco, mm-hmm. I I remember I tried them um from from one of those like sample vendors you know how people always yeah. like in costco set up i yeah. tried that and i was like yo this is awesome dad can we get them and he's like yep and my family has been getting them ever since you, you know i discovered a superpower of my I, I have superpowers okay so my superpower is that i can get really drunk and i can make uh ramen noodles without like fucking up because that's what I did last night. I remember last night I I got a little bit of it. I got a little bit excited and then I had to uh go to bed, but I got a little bit hungry. So I made myself that yabisoba noodles and I I, I like slurped that that uh that those noodles like it was like it was some ass. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> nice. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but something about like having food when you're drunk is so good like it a- anything is delicious like after um after a night of just like like bar hopping or like clubbing i'll come mm. home and i'll just eat so much freaking food yeah that's why i have food at the ready just like in case 
That's what you got to do. Um, all right. So we're going to get into lunchtime because we I have uh, quite a bit of uh, pop culture references. Quite a bit, um, but not enough time. Mm -hmm. So uh, like we said, the Maximum Glove is a reference to uh, and it's called the Power Glove. Oh, and that makes more sense. It was created for old Nintendo systems, so I guess you could like hook it up to your like SNES or NES. Um, it was advertised as a revolutionary controller, but it turned out to be unreliable and it was like complete shit. And it, it got canceled like shortly after. So I guess this whole episode is kind of like a parody of that. Um, but yeah, it was an 80s accessory, which is goes back to JG's, JG Quintel's love of the 80s. Um, this episode contains multiple references to The Wizard, which is a movie by Nintendo released in 1989. The music playing in the background of the highway scene uh, when Skips and Mordecai and Rigby are traveling is in homage to the song Subdivisions by the rock band Rush. I love Rush. Both the scene and the music video for the song contain cin cinematic shots of freeways as well, just like that montage. The music that plays during the tournament montage is possibly based on Ain't Talking About Love by Eddie Van Halen. And it, uh. it has, yeah, it has also been, it, wait, oh, they made a typo on the wiki. It has also been suggested by other contributors that it is similar to Innuendo by Queen. Really? Mm-hmm. And as Rigby holds his boombox over his head in that one scene it is similar to the way lloyd dobler or dobler holds his boombox as he serenades his girl in the 1989 film say anything yeah that's also an iconic shot of him holding it over his head do you know what came to my mind huh. have you ever seen night at the roxbury uh no i have not it it has will ferrell it's this really early uh i think it was a 90s movie too but uh, the dude, one of the dudes was getting married and another and the other guy, his best friend, uh, wanted to get him or to revive their friendship. So he did the exact same thing that Rigby did and just held a boombox playing music over his head. <laughs> nice. So there's yeah, a lot I of know, references to that. Yeah, I know that that scene is uh, heavily referenced a lot because it's very famous. Oh, yeah. Deadpool did it. <laughs> true yeah see um in um in the scene of the big mordecai and rigby fusion so mordecai and rigby's form when they were fused together by the power of the maximum glove greatly resembles forearms from ben 10 ultimate alien didn't um, Ben 10 come out before regular show yeah yes it did yeah okay i'm thinking i'm thinking of something else it also resembles uh, Maroon's Dragon from the Elder Scrolls franchise. And it also resembles Goro and Kintaro from the Mortal Kombat franchise. So I get, yeah. I get, um, pretty sure Jacob would enjoy that. He loves yeah. Goro. <laughs> he fucking loves him. And the it also resembles Machamp from Pokemon, which I could yes, see. I could see that too. Mm. And the final thing we have is episode connections. We have one of them that we mentioned, uh, which is GBF making an appearance from High Score in the form of a statue, and the gaming venue is named after him, the Ferguson Convention Center. Didn't we also mention that the dude uh, based off GBF was a fraud? 
Uh, yeah, there's like this whole lawsuit. Uh, if you want to hear more on that, listen to High Score uh, in the lunchtime section because we covered it. Ooh, I have an idea for you. Okay. We should review one of our early episodes and see <laughs> what it was like. We should probably yeah, do that for the 100th episode. That'd be fun. Well, We're not on our 100th yet, right? Nah, nah, definitely not. Okay, good. All right, take us through lunchtime. So, in Season 3, Episode 19, Video Game Wizards, uh, who was the protagonist? <sighs> I wrote that the protagonist was Mordecai, because he was the one who the episode kind of, like, followed, and he mm-hmm. was the one who had to make, like, the, the big decision in the end. Yeah, I, I agree with you. For me, the these questions were kind of hard for me to answer, because I didn't know, but knowing or your explanation for it kind of would make sense yeah and the next question is especially hard so yeah so who do you think the antagonist of this episode was at one point it was rigby because he was being petty yeah but at another point it was mordecai because he realized that he was doing the wrong thing and he had to Mm -hmm. fix it in the end so i would say at different points it was both of them I i can agree with that so then how many O's or hmms did you count in this episode? Uh, this episode only had one, and it was an O right at the beginning with zero hmms. Hold on, I thought I counted two. I, oh, what? I think I, I think I may be wrong. Hold on. I only counted one. I could be there missing was one it. At, there was one at the beginning. Yeah. I think the other one was when uh, Rigby did a quick woo- when after he said maximum or before he said maximum no that i i would say that was more of a woo not a oh a woe or an yeah o. well he he says woo and that's more of a cheer i mean Person- no i'll i'll agree with what you said like it's there's one O in this episode mm, gotcha mm. i mean you could also argue that when mordecai pushes rigby over at the convention the crowd says ooh, ooh. Yeah, but it's not the same. So It's not the same. So just one O and zero hmms then. <clears throat> yeah. So did you find any adult jokes um, in this episode? Not exactly, no. Neither did I. Were there any iconic regular show moments, though? Um, I wrote down Rigby holding up the stereo playing his song. That, I'd say that, and also uh, Rigby plugging in his mixtape in the RV. Yes. Yeah, anything with the mixtape is funny. That was so good. Uh, any real licensed music for this episode? Um, there was no real licensed music, but there was a song that was written for the show, which was, again, Rigby's mixtape song. Honestly, I could have... I thought, like, a licensed music was being played for this episode, but I guess not. Well, they, I, again, there were those episodes that were, like, kind of based off of... Um, like Queen and like Van Halen and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So then, how would you rate this, based based off of your memory, out of five? Um, I would give this a four. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not a five? I'm quite, I'm curious. I don't know. Like, um, I I feel like I I gave it earned four points because I remembered it from my childhood, okay. but I think deduct one point because. I would imagine, like, after I get done watching it, I'd be like, okay, that was good. Move on to the next one. You'll see what else is, is the show has. 
Um, what? It, ha- it had a good ending. Uh huh. Um, I, c- I could bump it to uh, 4.5. Okay. Well, in my opinion, this episode was a 5 for me. Yeah. So the so would you say this is a skip or a must watch episode? Um, I give this a must watch because it's an important episode in understanding Mordecai and Rigby's relationship, yep. and it's fun to watch like when you're with friends. Mm-hmm. But when I'm alone, I feel like I find myself skipping it, um, only because it kind of has like a low sad tone towards the middle, and it kind of like because like, you have no friends to play video games with, you loser. Uh, but I got a PC now. Hey, we're playing Valorant after this, so yeah. Yeah, I might um, go P first. Yeah, same. Um, but you know, I I like to watch it when like I feel like it. But you know, it it does kind of have like a like a sad moment in it, and that kind of puts me off sometimes. So I'm like, eh. Yeah. I could okay, watch more can, exciting stuff. I could see that. I wait. I'd say it's a must watch, and I agree with you with the whole uh, Mordecai Rigby relationship uh, thing, but. For me, I can watch this alone or with someone. So. Mm-hmm. So, would you, so now, would you say this episode is good or bad? I said that this was a good episode. What? Okay. At the start of your sentence, I thought you were going <laughs> to say it was a bad one. I'm like, huh? After all <laughs> that, you're going to say it's a bad one? Nah, th- despite it being sad, I-, I still like it. It's good. I think this is also a very good episode. What? It also kind of introduced me to fighting game tournaments or just gaming tournaments in general. Because I didn't I've heard really. A, hmm. I well, I was gonna say I've heard a lot about like those Smash Brothers tournaments, and yeah. I've never been to one, but I've heard that they were cool. There's one right outside from my place that happens every Friday, Saturday, maybe. Every, oh, that's like uh, very. Like, so you go to them. Uh, no, because they're filled with sweaty nerds, and I don't want to be associated with them. Plus, they're better yeah. than me at the game. That's true. Like, with those conventions, like, I've seen uh, posters at anime conventions. I, I've never gone to one. Um, mm-hmm. But I see, like, oh. people post them online. There's this one poster at this anime convention being like, um, deodorant is cool. You should use some. <laughs> and it's funny that they put that at an anime con because they know what audience is going to be there. Oh, yeah. No, you know what? Uh, Shwam should definitely go to a con and just log it. I think there's a Comic-Con in near, like, Schaumburg, Rosemont. You can cut the locations out, but, yeah, it's just one of those two areas that happens every year. Next time, because it's been a while since uh, Chicago has gotten a Mm Comic-Con, but... Next time there's one, I would totally be down going, and we should we should all like pick different like Avengers to go as. I oh, fuck. I think all of us would pick want to pick Spider Man. That that is true. Well, you and I are like the most like nimble, well, looking to be Spider Man. What are you trying to say about the others, huh? <laughs> well, I mean, no, I you know what I mean though. I do. I, do, I know what okay. you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> um. Okay. So in the end, we have ninety O's. We finally Ooh. hit the big nine O. And we have 52 hums in the entire series of regular show. It's been a while since we've had some hums, but that's fine. Um, we are... Oh, God, there's uh, 20 more episodes left in this season. And that brings me to my next point. We are, uh, Now that we have completed uh, episode 19, we are officially halfway through season three. I'm looking which at is the li- pretty awesome. I'm looking at the list right now. 
half of the episodes I remember, half of these I don't. And we're going to get to that, so make sure you follow us and subscribe on whatever streaming platform you're listening. You could find us on Anchor or whatever the hell it's called now. You could listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and um, most famous streaming platforms. Uh, or you could just look us up on Google and find wherever the hell you want to listen. Either way, we're glad you're here. Uh, hope uh, I hope you enjoyed our review of... Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That is our second Chris Pratt review in a row, which is pretty funny. Too bad there's not going to be a third one. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, and if you want to check out the entire episode 3 of the Schwamcast, that will be linked in the description as soon as it's ready and public. Um, in the meantime, you could check out the Schwam channel because now that I have a PC, I should be appearing in more gaming videos, uh, and we have a one-armed cook gameplay coming up, and that is I, uh, my gaming debut. I Oh yeah, I forgot about that too. Mm-hmm. L- listen here, kids and or adults. Don't be petty and live off of it. Just be petty Please. at the moment and laugh about it later. If, if you're gonna be petty, like, first of all, don't be petty. But if you're going to be petty, like, at least evolve enough in life and grow past it where you're able to kind of roll your eyes and laugh at it later on. Because that's what I'm doing to my fucking 12-year-old self. Because that was so stupid. (laughs) Yeah, do that. Do that. (laughs) Do that. All right. We'll see you guys next time.